Hello, and welcome to another episode of Quilt Buzz, the podcast featuring your favorite folks from across the quiltiverse. I'm Amanda of Broadcloth Studio, and I'm joined by Anna of Wax and Wayne Studio. Hi, everyone. Wendy, the weekend quilter. Hey. And our special guests, Precious and Casey of So Magarbo. Hey, Hi, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> that was the best energy coming into the episode. Yeah. <laughs> Um, now, before we jump into all our quilty and quilt shop and sewing fun questions, mm-hmm. can you guys tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, um, as you've mentioned, my name is Precious. I'm a mom of four. We are based in Virginia, and we are running a uh, small quilt shop oh. along with my daughter. Yeah, 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 yeah. She barely talked about the quilt shop, um, but our quilt shop is Soma Garbo. It's family-owned and literally family-operated. Uh, we've been in business for about 12 years this year. This April. Uh, we have fabric notions classes. We sell three brands of machines, uh, and we like to have a lot of fun. Yep. And so, Your reels tell me look like you, you guys look like you have a lot of fun. We do, we do, we do. We try. We, do. we have fun people that come into our studio to like every day, so we can't help it. So to kick things off, we're dying to know what's the story behind your store's name. Well, um, well, as you all know, so it's an English word, right? Now, Magarbo <laughs> is what mainly people would ask us about. It's a Filipino word. Um, it's a deeper Tagalog. Tagalog is what we call the Filipino language. So if you're going to be speaking to another Filipino, they may not know of the word. Not that it's in another dialect, but it's a, just those old Filipino words that none of the um, kids may know about these days back home. But it mainly means um, uh, bold, vivid. That would be all that. So I tried to explain when you're at other store, you know, you are so magarbo. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And, yes. and I really like it, especially too, because when we uh, uh, try to transition our business, yes, um, we were like, should we keep the name? Should we keep the name? Because not everyone knows what Magarbo is. It, and in fact, they, they even butcher it. a hard time um, pronouncing it. Yes. And we were like, oh, maybe we need to like conform and that would be better for our brand name. Mm-hmm. And then I said, stop. This is an homage to our roots. We are Filipino. Uh, We are, you know, we just have to make sure that our store has, you know, that kind of identity. And that's so important to a brand and especially a quilt shop, because you don't want to walk into a quilt shop that Mm -hmm. just says quilt shop. You want to see something that says so Magarbo. I yeah. wonder what that is. You know, you walk in with curiosity and everything that you see when you walk into the store mm-hmm. is so Magarbo, including oh, the people. Yes. The people. <laughs> yes. yes. So when someone mispronounces so Magarbo, what does it sound like? I'm curious. Um, Magarbo. Magarbo. Markabo, uh-huh. um, but people who like out in like the community, they they like for example, if uh, they're going to our store, and a lot of these ladies are calling their friends like right when they're in the store, mm-hmm. and they'd be like, "Where are you?" and they'd say, "Oh, we're at Magarbo's." That's right, but I just like how they shortened it to like Magarbo, <laughs> like it's like yes. a like a hangout place. And, we're and at Magarbo's. I also love it. You know that people are frequent because they could actually pronounce it. 
very yes. well. If yeah. they're That's first the timer, the yeah, they, we would know. Are you loyal? Are you loyal? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you guys should maybe start happy hours. Like, you know, live up to that Magarbos. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. Well, the thing is, we did do that for a bit. And it came to a point where, and we also allow, like, it's a, like a sip and sew. And oh, a lot of these ladies are not sewing. They're not. Yeah, a lot of times. <laughs> just drinking. Yeah, just, just bottoms just up. Talking, you know, like that is like a good three-hour session too. Yeah. And it's been a couple of times. Oh, even I even remember one time you guys were little. Yeah. Um, somebody booked me for a private lesson. And she came there. We did not sew at all. <laughs> and it's just so funny because people think we're cheaper than therapy and yeah. it's a compliment <laughs> yes. but you know sometimes it, i feel like oh we have to be really fun people casey because yeah. people are counting on us yes right right it's like this image yes. yeah you mentioned earlier that you guys are coming up on your 12 year anniversary of the shop yes now, yes precious before you started the store uh, you used to be an event planner in dc yes can you tell us how you kind of went from that world into setting up a sewing store? Well, the thing is, as an event planner, um, even when I was an event planner, I have always been into arts and crafts. So I actually didn't start this as a quilt shop. Mm -hmm. um, I was more of just teaching sewing lessons. And 80% of my students are actually kids. And after a year and a half, when I had like about 38 students already who was coming on a weekly basis, four at a time, yeah. then um, that's when I decided, you know what, um, maybe I could consider getting a, um, a space, you know, a retail space for it. And I started in a 900 square foot. But going back from an event planner, it really has nothing to do with it. I, my focus was just I needed to come up with something that I can have my kids with me, mm -hmm. something that would work with their schedule. And teaching sewing classes then um, was the best idea when I got a retail space. There you go. <laughs> little by little to make help the bills, you know. My students started to ask, can we just buy a sewing machine through you? Can we just buy the fabrics through you? And I started with just literally one collection of fabric and people and were happy for about two years. It was like that. I'll add to that, actually. Um, you know, the thing is, is that being a DC event planner is that you're actually a businesswoman, whether you think of it or not, because you're you're managing so many guests, making sure things are going smoothly. Mm -hmm. And that's the same thing in any other business. Right. You can make sure all your clients are happy, not only happy, like they're getting more than they deserve, which is a good thing. And, um, you know, when it comes to the point where you're event planning, she was just like, I want to be a mom. But yeah. I also want to exercise my passion. What is the best thing I can do? And that was teaching children. And she neglected to mention that we taught that we taught children in our home basement. Yes, oh. yes, yes. It was I our home basement. It was in our town home. And I was like nine years old. My mom just had a baby. And there were like four students coming through our house and whatever at a, at a time. My best friend and I were her first students. Yeah. And I was getting bitter because she was giving more attention to my best friend than me, but because I already knew how to sew. So I was like, <laughs> oh my gosh, mommy helped me too. Yes. Right. <laughs> um, 
But, you know, and that's when it came to the point where my dad was like, there are too many people passing through our house. And the neighbors <laughs> were starting to be unhappy. Yeah, because oh, there's like cars pulling up. Yeah. <laughs> We were we lived, in a yeah, we were there. living in a townhome then. You know, my yeah, my parents are like really young, like super young. So we were living in a townhome. There was like four kids and like a sewing studio being operated in the basement. basement. It was like a whole operation. A lot of people were like, that's kind of sketch. I was like, no, <laughs> that's not. Let me assure you, it's not. I've always been a hustler. Yeah, she's always been a hustler. Yeah, so, and it's funny how you guys only mentioned DC event planning, but this woman is like making jewelry on the side. <laughs> She's like, she would take us to the cra- like scrapbooking store. Let's go, let's go. And we're like, oh okay, I guess. Gosh. I did everything. She did everything. I, I was even the queen of egg rolls for the oh, tri-state yeah. area. Oh, like, wow. Oh. That's how I bought the two machines that I used to teach. Yes, that's how she bought the two machines. Yeah. Selling um, lumpia. Yes, the egg rolls of, of the mm. Philippines. The lumpia money contributed to the investment of our business. Yes. yes. Those are our roots. That's <laughs> yes. awesome. So with the um, children's sewing classes, what sort of things were you guys sewing and oh, teaching? Wow. Oh, all about garments. I mean, there are a lot of Ooh. kids. A lot. There are a lot of kids who wants to be fashion designers. And going back, you know, I still see my uh, first year students. They now have graduated college. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so far, none of them is a fashion designer. <laughs> Sorry. Investigative um, uh like some of them are going to the CSI, yes, some of them yes, are like yes. in like physical therapy now, but yeah. you know, the See, the yeah. skills that come with sewing as a child, it like adds a lot, it contributes a lot to like yeah, mental oh, yeah. exercises. Well, that's what they so. all said, you know, they always come to visit. I, I like to cry a lot of times um, <laughs> because it reminds me how old I am now, right? And, you look so young. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Well, you know, it's, I, I'm, I'm lucky, I'm from the Philippines. Um, <laughs> but... <laughs> Um, it's just, it has nothing to do with sewing, but they all have, they all pertain to detail. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Homework, homework too. Um, what else do they, I mean, the thing is, it's like, yeah, they're, yeah, good kids. they're just good. They're I mean, curriculum wise, always garments. Yes. Math. Math. <laughs> yeah. Using a rulers, using an iron, even like these oh, yeah. kids do not know how to iron. And so we were teaching that too. Yes. Yes. Um, and you know what's so funny? No, never quilts never quilts yeah never Mm-mm. Mm-mm. shame on them just shame on them <laughs> shame on us we didn't quilt yeah, that we didn't quilt I was them not into quilting I, I don't know if this is too much to share but this whole time I was into sewing when somebody would ask me do you quilt in my hair I'm like oh oh no it's like you know grandma's blanket in my head <laughs> and then I started to work with someone who are in, who's um, into modern quilts, and she started showing me, and I was like, "Wow!" And that's how I got into. Now I understand why getting an entire collection of uh, fabric is important, mm-hmm. and uh, everything. When did you actually start quilting then? Well, you know what? Exactly the year twenty fifteen. Yes. Um, and I miss her, Miss Patty. Um, she started working with me. She's the one who showed me why there are machines. Explain to me why there are machines that has such big throats. Mm-hmm. She taught me how to free motion um, and that you could use the embroidery machine to quilt. Yeah. 
because mm-hmm. that was when um, I became a dealer for Janome machines. 2015. 2015. <laughs> I remember so well. Yeah, 2015. Mm-hmm. And we were not a quilt store yet. We not just we just education. did classes, just education, education. primarily. Um, and then 2015, you started the after school care program too, correct? Yes, 2015 yes. was when I started the after school program. So as you could tell by now, we were really about education. Mm-hmm. Children, yes. not fab children, yeah. because they were really small. Come on, I had like four kids, right? And very hands-on mom. Well, I tried to be so too hands-on, yeah, <laughs> hands-on. <laughs> and so, and have running an after-school program was the best idea then. Yeah, we had, and yeah, to ahead. this day, like with Janome, like trusting the brand. Twenty fifteen, like you're just an after-school care program. You're not a quilt shop. We barely had any fabric. We just had classes. Um, you know, that brand specifically, they saw our potential as a business. Yes. And there were other brands that we won't mention um, that said, where will you put the machines? Like, oh, yes. what kind of business is this? Like, why are you yeah. teaching kids to sew? Like, there's no incentive. There's like, like, um, and I'm just like, we're using the machines to sew. What do you mean? But Janome really, um, yeah, they, yeah, did. they, they did. were the first. They were uh-huh. the first to say, yes, let's go. And that means so much to us. You mentioned earlier, Casey, that, you know, you were nine when all this kind of started and like (laughs) you've kind of grown up alongside the store. Mm -hmm. How's it been, you know, entering the family business? You know, it's crazy. Everyone thinks that one has a choice. Um, (laughs) But coming from uh, the Asian family heritage is mostly like you have to do this, whether you like it or not. not. And I'm just so lucky that I love my parents that I was just like, no problem. I'll do it. (laughs) No problem. I'll do it. And at a very young age, I like I like things and I wanted things. So I said, I need to do something in my free time. And thus that is to work. So I was like nine years old or 10 teaching kids my age or even teaching adults how to sew because I knew how to sew. Um, and so that was really fun. Mm-hmm. And then uh, for the longest time, oh my gosh, I'm like 21 now. Oh my gosh. Like sometimes I don't get time to reflect like how long it's been, but you know, I get to grow with the business and like learn all the ropes because I've probably played every single role mm-hmm. that um, is needed to run a quilt shop. Out of love. Out of love. Out of love. Yes. But don't get me wrong. No, that's true. That's all yes. out of love. Out of Until love. Until now, you know. I do get paid though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do get paid. Yes, yes. But it's been awesome. It's been a roller coaster. But, you know, I still love my parents and I still live with them. So it's it's been great. She has no plans of moving out. <laughs> so when did the store transition to be more like sort of introducing quilt oh, yeah. notions and fabrics? Oh, okay. So after that long winded back history, okay, yeah. this is the real deal. So, um, <laughs> she'll handle um, this yeah. one. Uh, so from, I guess t- pandemic, you know, if not obvious, a lot of businesses has transitioned from, you know, this kind of business to this kind of business. And we're just so lucky to, transform our business to an educational one to a quilt store. Yes. And then unfortunately, uh, when the pandemic started, we had to stop our after school program because children were no longer going to school. So thus our services were no longer necessary. And, um, 
so when that was happening, we're like looking at each other like, oh my God, like, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? But my mother, the smartest woman you will ever meet in your entire life, she did not put all of her eggs in one basket because she and I both love fabric and we also sold machines. Um, by that time, we we also sold both Janome and Baby Lock, yes. right? But we were not a quilt store yet. Yes. Um, and so my mom brilliantly as she ordered some fabrics for her program and for her classes, she did, she was like, you know what, what the heck, let's put it on our e-commerce site anyways. Let's just go ahead and do that just so it's there. Um, she already had a POS starting um, as well. And we were not known as a store, but people could come in and buy the items that we used for our classes. And so when it came to that point, um, where we were like, okay, we can't do after school anymore. We couldn't even do classes. We did do classes virtually, but nothing beats being yeah, in front of a machine. Buses. We had three school buses. You know, we sold those three school buses. You know, there's all of this going on. You know, we had to adapt. We had to adapt. And there was a lot of uh, financial aid that was coming in as well. And with that and the PPP, you know, and all mm -hmm. these other things. And it came to the point where just like putting down the hammer, it's time to move. And so we're just so lucky that we have a community. So as much yes. as a business oh. changes, that doesn't mean people are obligated to shop in your store just because you change mm -hmm. your business, but because of the masks and also the, um, the increased downtime at home, people were looking for fun things. And also at that time, social media, I say at that time as if it was like five years ago, <laughs> but you know, social media is a great contributor to people's um, interests. So people are on social media, maybe I should sew. YouTube is a big thing. Everyone's, mm -hmm. you know, doing a lot of sewing and um, what shop had cute fabric. Um, it was ready to go pick up and had yes. a large inventory of machines. So Magarbo does. Mm -hmm. And plus, um, we're so lucky to be in a community where everyone knew that small businesses yes. were struggling. We're lucky. Our customers love Yeah, us. our customers, longtime customers, uh, they were like coming in and just buying stuff. Whether it's like literally Needle. like a small little spool of thread, yes. they were just coming in just to buy it. And um, communication was great. I was yes. texting people. Um and, you know, that was, that's truly, that's not even the peak. I would say yes. it was truly such a great experience. And it's terrible to say that during the lockdown or the pandemic, ex you know, experience. But turning into a quilt shop, I think, is one of the best business decisions my mother has made ever. Ever. <laughs> ever. Well, expanding the fabric inventory. Oh, and expanding the fabric inventory. I keep yes. forgetting. We expanded well, the fabric I have, inventory. Um, great um, advisors yes. in the industry. Um, they all recently had just retired. Um, and they're the ones who's been telling me what to carry first. And, right. you know, some people think when I go to conventions and markets, it's to really see what we could spend our money on. I was really about meeting the older folks has been in the business for 40, 50 years because I learned a lot from them. I learned yes. a lot from them. So as a quilt shop too, it's important that we can't only carry modern fabric. Um, our thing is, is about uh, embracing traditional while welcoming modernity. And so if you look at our inventory, you can see that truly reflects that. And with that, we have a wider range of demographic of mm -hmm. uh, customers as oh, well. Oh, yes, we do. Um, but basically, you know, to some in summation is that that was the time where we really pivoted into a quilt shop.
And um, with that, it's the demand. It's yeah, the, the demand. demand. People have asked. Yeah, they wanted us to become a quilt shop. You know, yeah, it was awesome. But yeah, whatever we carry in a store is based off of what people want. What people wanted. Yeah. And have you seen? Have you started offering quilting classes as well alongside? The oh yes. Yes. yes, yes, yes. I, I say I say yes. that we are no longer an educational type business, but. You know, we've been our summer camps. I mean, we're doing summer camps again. This is our 12th year of doing summer camps. Yes. We still do that for children. They're learning how to do garments and, of course, now quilts. Yes. And, I mean, adult <laughs> classes as well. I mean, we yes. have tons of adult classes. It's, it, we base it on demands yes. um, by people, you know. Could you tell us one of your favorite parts of owning a store or one part that you find is very surprising yeah people 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 <laughs> always 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 my bestest friends are in like the retirement community nearby oh, yes. those are my best friends i tell them about my weekend i'd be like oh my gosh yes miss so-and-so like this happened last weekend and whatnot and you know some of these ladies are literally entering their 70s and 80s they're but like so full of wisdom they're so why. great and they have such like um, what is it? Calm yet vibrant energy. That's how uh -huh. I characterize them. Yeah. Um, the people are great. And then I was just reminded too bad we can't say bad words. I mean, this ladies <laughs> that come in, like the seventies, eighties and the way they explain things to you. Yeah. And I would ask them about their, their, their retirement place they live at. I was like, Oh, do you love it? Oh yeah. It's like a, Bleep resort. You know? Bleep resort. <laughs> yeah. They're so cute. They're, they're, so they're the best. Cute. They're awesome. They're awesome. And also like working with the children too. Oh, they're fantastic. Children will tell you anything. Yeah. But the people, you know. Uh, it's always the people. It's always really. the people. I mean, people are coming in. They come in just to hang out two to three hours at a time. Um, it's amazing. Like they will literally just sit and talk to us and just yes. hang out. Even though there are customers in the store, I'm doing like store things and whatnot. Um, I have like people just hanging out, like just talking to me, like, you know, eating literally like, hey, yeah. I'm on my lunch break. Can I eat yes. lunch here? And I'm like, or okay, fine. Bored. Yeah. Or, Casey, what are you doing? I'm bored. I'm coming over. And I'm like, okay, yeah, fine. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, we, we literally have to like hire or get more help just so we could just keep chatting with, with our friends. <laughs> it's fun. It's awesome. That's the but best that's part that's about the, the best part. Yes, that's the best yes, part. That's the best part. Yes. Casey, you mentioned that during the pandemic, especially that, you know, people were really active on social media. Are yes. you the one manning the store's uh, social media channels? Is it obvious? <laughs> <laughs> she kicked me out. She kicked me out. Yeah, so that was the thing. And my mom was not active on social media. So even though we've been in business for 12 years, we had like little to no social media presence. It's hard. It is hard. Of course it's so hard. And um, and so with that being said, as a quilt store and as a business, you want to be engaging with the community. And like maybe like a few weeks ago, I was beating myself up because I was like, oh my gosh, like I have not a large following in comparison to these quilt shops. I wanna get out there. How do I get out there? And one of my friends, she runs like an e-commerce shop online and it's just a boutique um, for clothing. And so she reaches out to influencers to promote her products. So the she said one of the biggest mistakes um, I had was basically underestimating uh, small uh, small influencers with a small following. And I said, why do you say that? And it's because she would push product to influencers with 100,000 followers plus, 100,000 followers plus. And she finally pushed this one product to the small influencer with like 
two, 3,000 followers. She's like, fine, this is a product that no one wants. I just, I'll just give it to her just to give it to her. And when she did, that product sold out immediately. And I said, why? Like, what was it? And she said, community over following. Every time, Casey, community over following. So, and then I'm like, you're right, because a lot of these, uh, our demographic, especially part of the wiser generation, they're not on Instagram. That's you know, they're not on Instagram, but the people, the community, especially that we have is overwhelming at, at this point, you know? And so, yeah, even before, even like before, she mentioned, I was never in social media. I mean, one reason she kicked me out because I would use Instagram to follow my favorite shows. She was using it as actors. a personal <laughs> show. So she's like, Mom, you are learning the algorithm of our Instagram account. So I now have my personal one. Yeah. And yeah. you'd laugh if you'd see it. Yes. Uh, but it's true. So the past, well, again, yeah, this past, April, yeah. 12 years, it's all been by word of mouth. Yes. And it's true what she says, the wiser generation is not in social media. Yes, but I am running the social media account and I want to post every day, but I like to put, (laughs) I like to put my heart and soul in every post. With that being said, I have a low volume of posting, but I want to be intentional with every post that I put out. So we recently saw an IG reel of a quilt oh. and so a uh, quilt so and tell. Could you tell us um, more about that? Yes. Was that organized by a local quilt guild or by the store? And are there any sort of future plans to run more of these oh. events at your store? Sorry, I've asked you like a bazillion questions in this one. No, it's awesome. It's a great tell it's a packed all. question. I want to know yeah, everything. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yes. It's a packed question. Um, so the thing is, it's run by us. Uh, again, like we mentioned, community is so big for us. Mm-hmm. And it came to the point where women were just coming in just to show me their finished quilt. And of course, I love to see their quilts. Are you kidding? But I'm like, it will be so much better if you get validation from other quilters, mm-hmm. not only me. Um, and so there was a lot of requests anyways, like, oh my gosh, like I just want to do a show and tell, whatever. Because, you know, there will be customers, surprisingly, they come in to our store and they talk about their quilts. Oh, so where do you live? And oh, I live right in this neighborhood. They don't know that they're like, 10 other quilters, quilters in right that in neighborhood. neighborhood. Yes. I'm like, so you're neighbors like, with so-and-so. And they're like, who's yeah. that? Like, what? Who is that? Okay, no, it's just later. She also got a long arm. Yeah, she's Go a long arm. for long arm. Yeah, so there's just so much, again, with the community. And that is, we don't call it quilt show and tell. Um, the, the nicer name is Quilt Club, but we call it Quilt Cult in the Quilt Club meetings. <laughs> yes, we're like, yeah, Quilt we Cult, Quilt one. Cult. It's really fun and I was overwhelmed. I thought we were just going to get like six to eight yes. members, right? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, we reached up to 40 and more oh. still counting. And yeah. that's a big deal for us because we're yeah. really small. Yeah. And nobody knows about us, remember? And we had she to rent that. chairs. Oh yeah, we took chairs. Yeah. Yeah. Like the day before, I was like, Casey. And then Casey was like, Bobby, I don't know where you're going to put these people. Casey, you sound like the company who told me where are you gonna put the machines if you carry us yeah it's true <laughs> we're moving merchandise you know and again she's like the dc event planner lady so she was like this is easy like chop 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 and last minute too <laughs> yeah it was last minute it was like the night before too and we're like oh my god like but again and it was like my fault or like our fault because you know we at the end of the night when we're like you know together talking about the quilt club and the next day right? We're like, okay, so these are the people who signed up on our site. 
but I accidentally invited like like 10, 12 more people and they said they're going to come. Like, how many do you have? She's like, oh, I have like 10, 12 more people too. I'm like, oh no, like we did that. Um, but yeah, Quilt Club is great. It's a show and tell. We What we like to do is um, we offer tea and coffee and even some snackies. We want it not only to be like a, a meeting just to go to. You're a Quilt Club member. There are so many other benefits to being a Quilt Club member. So we have a discount for yes. Quilt Club purchases. We share a tip. There's like giveaways. We did a raffle for a uh, small, machine. like a travel sewing machine. And I said, everyone gets a free entry. And they're like, whoa. <laughs> and these women are like, and it was a great brand too. Like, I mean, it's one of the brands that we sell, but it's so great fun. People. Great like, people. Great people. Again, like, again, like we mentioned community. And that's what we throw events like that for. Um, Quilt Club happens once a month. And just uh, like we have an event each day, though. I know, um, gosh, which is amazing. We just love it. It's like somebody's birthday. <laughs> she will give me three tasks to get done that day. And at the end of the day, mommy, what have you done? I, I did half of one half because Miss So and So came, and then Miss So and So came. And then next thing you know, it's the end of the day. Right. Because it's a party <laughs> every day. It's a party That's every day. That's our dilemma. Day. That's our dilemma. It. We, we love, love it. it. It's a good problem to have. It is. But, you know, uh, it's the people that keeps us in business who, they, it's like a birthday party for the people we love. And that is our community. So that's just practically for what the events are for. So before we move on, do you have any um, exciting initiatives or projects going on in the store that you want to share with us? Oh, man. Oh, gosh. So many. But the one I want to mention, and uh, she gets nervous whenever I do, we're definitely having a retreat this year. May not be this April because um, my go-to retreat place is going to be busy. So I guess it's not going to be until fall, but watch out for that. Yeah, um, I'm just nervous because, like, I don't like putting out information unless it's, like, together, together. But, I mean, besides retreats, I mean, we come up with things on the spot, you know, like, always, always you know, always, always, you know, like, oh, my gosh, maybe we should do an open sew night next week. Yeah, like, and oh, then, my gosh, yeah. maybe, yeah. You know, See, like, all of a sudden, we, have, we actually have a Sashiko day. Yeah, we have a Sashiko day. Like, like it was on accident, <laughs> you know, we have, like, Sashiko machine owners. Um, and they're like, and they've never met each other. But again, like, we're like really close friends with them. I'm like, maybe you guys should yeah, meet because together, you guys would get yeah. together. There's just random things going on. And the thing is. We're that small. We're that small. We are that small and open to to, to suggestions. Well, that's, I, I, I would say that's how we thrive, though. If not for the customers' feedbacks and ideas, you yeah. know. But, how are we going to know who's going to want to come and see us? Yeah, she's discrediting us. She's just saying yeah. the people are coming up with everything. She, <laughs> she, She's the one who's running it. So I'm like, <laughs> the people are not putting up the website. Oh, my gosh. Because <laughs> she doesn't want to talk about herself. You know. But yeah. So we should all sign up for your newsletter and follow oh, you yes, on social. Yes. That's how we should keep on, uh, on top of the events. These yes, last yes, minute events. <laughs> yes, these last yes. minute events. So on that note, it is time to move on to our rapid fire quilty questions. Are you ready, Precious and Casey? Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. Anna, why don't you kick us off? Okay. What is your favorite time of day to quilt? Night. Night. And where do you sew? Here. <laughs> uh, our, our, our sewing room. <laughs> do you guys wear shoes while sewing or slippers or socks? I do. Socks only. I do slippers. Uh, do you listen to music, Netflix, podcasts, or silence while you're sewing? I watch my K-drama. Uh, music. <laughs> and what's your current favorite? Ooh. Ooh. 
No, you, you. Me, K drama. Oh my gosh, there's a lot. Hurry, <laughs> just 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 Korean drama on Netflix. Let's put it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Skip it. Skip that. <laughs> do you allow snacking while quilting? Yeah, I don't. Okay. I do. <laughs> What's your favorite snack, Precious? If it's a cheat day, Skittles. Ooh. <laughs> and wait, hang on. So if I was at Quilt Club, what snacks would I be served? Oh, it depends. Oh because sometimes if it's in the morning, tea and coffee, maybe like donuts, I guess. Oh. Um, but I don't know what we're going to bring for oh, next. It's always going to be it's Chick-fil-A. Gonna be Chick-fil-A is like the closest. We have a Chick-fil-A like two minutes from us. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Favorite traditional block? Ooh, mine's a trend dash. Is Anything stars. And what's been your favorite class held at the store today? Sashiko always. Mine is the rope. What rope? The rope bowl. Oh, rope bowl. Yeah. You know, you use the rope <laughs> yeah. and make a bowl or yeah. basket. Yeah. That's my favorite so far. What is your favorite brand of solids? Tilda. Tilda. Tilda solids. And what fabric brand does the store order the most of? Right. Oh. Depends on the season. Like right now, the ones that came are a lot of Ruby Star. Oh, tons of Ruby Star right now this season. Yeah. Just this season specifically. And solids or prints? Oh, Prince. Prince. Who's your favorite fabric designer? Mine, I should still say Amy Butler. She does not design fabrics anymore, she but liking sewing, her, I owe it her all to old her. Her prints are so good. Absolutely. I'm just I saying. Yes. I got into sewing because of her. Uh, mine, Kim Kite, Sarah Watts. What's the last fabric collection the store received? Uh, Starry, Alexia Abeg. What is, if you're allowed to answer this, Are you? what's your current favorite fabric collection stocked in the store? Mine's Birthday by Sarah Watts right now. You. Mine is Windy Days. Windy Days by oh, Tilda. By Tilda. <laughs> and how are the fabrics in the store organized? Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the color room is by color. Yes. And the outside is by collection. Yes. Okay. We have a color room dedicated to solids yeah. and blenders. No, we have a room just for oh, blenders. Cool. And have we seen the color room before? Barely. Okay. <laughs> yes. Barely. 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 She'll show it. I'll show it. I'll put it in a post. I'm do it in the room. I will. I will. I yeah. want to see this color room. <laughs> yes. 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 Oh wait, hang on. So does that mean there's a secret fabric stash in the store? There is. Yes. Hashtag OG cotton and steel. That's all like just stacked. Mm. Anything old cotton and steel I have. And uh, what does the store do with the scraps and offcuts? Oh my gosh! A lot of times I try to donate or give it to the kids in the summer camp because they could play with it. Mm-hmm. I've always dreamt of saving it to make crazy, crazy quilts, but yeah, it's hard. Twelve years later, it still hasn't happened. <laughs> <laughs> um, what sewing notion couldn't you live without? Seam roller. Mine is a seam ripper. <laughs> Uh, what's your current favorite notion uh, stocked in your store? Quilter Select Rotary Cutter. Anything Quilter Select. I'm not paid by them. I love their stuff. Yeah, Quilter they're Select. Ruler. They're yes. ruler, Quilter Select. Yeah, yes, yes. Mm. And what sewing machine do you personally sew on? I sew on a Chinomi M7. I do too. I We share a machine, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and what thread brand do you use? Or Phil. So do you have a pressing preference? open always well because of her i now open i have to <laughs> i mean and if you had to pick one cutting and bundling fabrics running classes or unpacking new stock 
unpacking new stuff. <laughs> Literally just that for me. Unpacking new stuff. And then, Casey, they're here. I don't know. <laughs> everything. I love everything. Do you have a go-to long-arm quilter? Yes, yes. we have two. Uh, Maggie B's Quilting Studio and Long Dog Quilts. Um, and do you machine or hand bind? Machine. Ooh, machine. <laughs> and spray pin or thread based? Spray. Spray. Do you pre-wash your fabrics? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite part of the quilting process? Assembling. Oh, no. Picking fabric. That's it. <laughs> piecing. And what is your least favorite part of the process? <laughs> Butting. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's binding. Oh, I love binding. I'll bind for you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm with you, precious. (laughs) What's one bad quilting habit you wish you could give up? Oh, starting a project and not finishing it. Same. Good answer. (laughs) And who's your quilting BFF? My mom. (laughs) They're pointing at each other. (laughs) (laughs) Do you guys have a quilty crush? Corinne Savvy. Oh, I love her. Just a sweet lady too. That's She's amazing. Why. Yes, mine is just Casey. Oh, <laughs> uh, what are your favorite recent mates? Ooh, my favorite. You can't show mates. it off. They, the people won't see it. She's, she's oh, like right. looking for something. <laughs> I'm looking for one. You know what? This. What is it, mommy? Because I worked so hard cutting it, and I hate cutting. It's Tilda's color play leaf quilt. How many quilts are in your work in progress pile right now? Too many. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Too many. Too many. Really. Too many. It's a mix of work and personal. Fun. Yeah. Personal. Personal and work you know. quilts. And uh, what sewing project are you currently working on? Uh, uh, the Asterisk Quilt by Modern Handcraft. Uh, I'm using Birthday by Sarah Watts. How about you? Too many to mention. <laughs> <laughs> And do you have any non-sewing hobbies? <gasps> yes. You're talking to the wrong people. Too many. <laughs> <laughs> so on that note, uh, we need to wrap today up and we hope that you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to contact any of us, we can most easily be found on our Instagram accounts. I'm at Broadcloth Studio. Wendy. I am the dot weekend quilter. Anna. I am at Wax and Wayne Studio. And Precious and Casey. At So Magarbo. Or you can go to our podcast account at quilt.buzz or our website quiltbuzzpodcast for our previous episodes and updates on upcoming guests. If you enjoyed today's show, we hope that you subscribe to the podcast and tell your quilty friends about us too. And if you have a moment to share what you love by writing a review on your podcast provider of choice, it would make our day. Thank you so much for joining us and we'll talk to you again soon. Bye. 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 I'm taking a picture. Everyone's